Hi guys, my name is Molly Gray and I'm a fourth year electronic engineering master's student and the head of Women in Tech for DataSoc this year. I'm so happy to welcome you all to our very first Women in Technology speaker series event. We're delighted to have so many new members from first years to final year students. So today myself and Jenny are going to be interviewing Evelyn Nomeo, who's a really successful and inspirational female leader in STEM and in tech. Evelyn is highly qualified. She's a senior software developer as well as founder of Phase Innovate, which if you guys haven't heard about it, it's a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping the underrepresented in STEM fields. So basically we've got we've gathered a few questions that you guys have sent in and Jenny and I are going to take it in turns to kind of ask Evelyn a couple of questions just to reflect on her academic background, maybe the high points in her career any challenges she might have faced along the way and perhaps if she has any advice for us she might share that with us too so yeah I'll pass you over to Jenny now who's going to introduce herself as well yeah hi everyone uh, my name is Jenny I am a final year commerce international student and I'm head of events and operations and um, first of all I want to say a big congratulations um, in your recent success with the Technovation Girls competition. Um, but before we dive into that and ask you a bit more about it, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself to everyone and um, tell us a bit about your background for everyone listening. All right, thank you so much for having me. I'm actually delighted. I like attending things like this because it gives me the opportunity to shout out to more girls to um, join um, 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 the STEM group. So um, basically, um, my, like you said, my name is Evelyn Nomeo. I am a full stack developer. I am a data scientist. I am an educationist. I'm also um, a technology consultant. And one thing that I, I take pride on to announce that is that I'm a woman in, um, in tech evangelist. So basically, I, 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 I encourage more girls to get into the tech space. So my career actually started as a banker, you know, and uh, I've worked at, um, contracted for several organizations, um, small, small businesses, multinationals, SMEs and, and the likes, um, as a software developer and as a trainer. So that's about um, a summary of who I am. Great. So Evelyn, you made the headlines a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm not sure if many people on society read the Irish Times, but you were, uh, you were featured, I saw it, um, for the Technovation Girls competition. Uh, so this invites teams from all around the world to solve real world problems using technology. And what was truly remarkable to me was that out of the six teams you mentored and guided, four of them made it to the semi-finals. Yeah. Uh, and you had one very special team um, yeah. who made it to the senior division finals. So do you want to tell us a bit about the team, uh, about the summit and the inspiration behind their, their app? All right. So, yeah, so basically, I'll tell you how I got into this space of actually mentoring young girls. And yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, I have that passion to teach. I love, I love impacting knowledge. However, the turning point would have been two years ago. I think I was in UCD then. <laughs> I was in UCD then. As a woman, as, 
I remember then being the only woman in the, in, in the program that I was in. I was doing a, a master's program then. I was kind of heading towards the PhD program there, you know, but I, I stopped and moved on to, to Trinity College. But I had some experience that um, it kind of pushed me to say, listen, we need to get more girls into this space. You get it. Mm-hmm. And um, it would have been the way the boys in my class there were doubting my intelligence. You know, the way I, that's the way I felt. They might not have seen it that way because they call it unconscious bias, you know. So, um, I, so I just felt the need that, listen, if we have people that look like me, my color, and even girls, if they see more of them in this space, it might not be a big deal anymore. Even though I know the world has been clamoring about having more girls in tech, so um, I think after my exams and I said, listen, this summer, I'm going to get more girls. I'm going to start training girls from my pockets, young girls. You know, so I started doing that. So I, I, I called out. I just sent an email. I said, listen, I want to train. I had 20 girls in mind. But I realized that 50 girls applied for it. It was like a summer camp. I did it for free. Do you know? And I was like, oh, my God. So the girls that really need this. So that was actually the genesis of it. So it was a summer camp thing, but then later on, I was like, I don't want this to end here. Do you get it? So I said, okay, I need to set up an organization to actually make it structured. So that's what actually led to the best of phase innovate. Some anger to like get more people on board and, you know, so that was what led to it. Then at the same time, I said, okay, how do I make this good? You know, how, who is there that's already doing something like this? And guess what? I saw this group of African girls. People were just sharing them all over the place. They won Technovation 2018. They won it. I was like, well, what's this all about? So I researched further. I realized that it was a global competition that advised, or rather that get girls to go into their community to search for social problems and use technology to solve it. I said, I thought that was so exciting. I loved it because it's something that I'm passionate about. So when I looked at the girls that won, I said, hmm, I can do this. I can get girls to win this as well. I said that to myself. So I now contacted them in America. I said, listen, how do I get involved? I looked at it and I said, there's nobody doing it in, in Ireland. Ireland was not there. You know, then later I found out that actually um, one of my colleagues actually did it the year before, but they did not get to the quarterfinal stage. So I'm talking, stop me if I'm talking too long, okay? So basically, I got, I applied and they made me um, the regional ambassador for Technovation Island. And the other lady that, that did it as well the previous year, she too was made the regional ambassador. So at the moment, we're two regional ambassadors um, for Technovation in Ireland. So that was actually the genesis. Um, so last year we did it, but we did not... I think we stopped at the quarterfinal stage. Um, but this year, because of the COVID, for some reason, we did not do, typically, in each country, we'll have what they call the local competition. And last year, we did it in Microsoft. So, um, so you can, a country can only send four teams. That's the way it's structured. A country can only send four teams. Two from the senior division and two for the, from the um, junior division. So, and um, those four teams that were sent, they only got to the quarterfinal stage. It was, it was kind of, um, um, you know, 
determined by the judges, do you know what I mean, the local judges, okay? So, uh, but unfortunately, these girls that won, they did not select them. And their app was actually geared towards solving problem that has to do with kidnapping and, and all that. And that's not that prevalent in Ireland. So it did not make sense to the judges. But anyway, so, but this year, it's, because of the COVID, there was no Microsoft stuff. We just sent all our work straight to the main, whatever, abroad. You know, so different countries would judge them, about seven different countries would judge each app. So basically, that's the story of how it works. So, but of course, it was, you can imagine the joy when we had, at first we got to quarterfinals, it was like, whoa, whoa, we're getting there. Then semifinals, and four of my teams, actually, actually, I, I mentored six teams. And one did not finish, so I didn't expect her to that team to go further. So I could literally say five teams. So I was actually shocked that the fifth team did not get to the semi-finals because I actually thought that was the best team. <laughs> so I, I, I think later on we discovered that one country, Croatia, they marked them down. Maybe they didn't understand what they said, whatever. But, but, but anyway, so I, I was delighted to see that. Um, or most of the girls that I mentioned got to that stage. And the funny enough about 30 girls, 30 teams submitted from Ireland, from other teams, you know, 30, 30 teams. So it's, it's interesting that a lot of girls are getting into this space, you know. And so basically, that's the story of how we got there, you know. They, they use, uh, they go out to their community, look for a social problem, and use an app to solve that social problem. And coincidentally, these girls that won, they were using... And some, some sort of inspiration that I got from, because my mom died of dementia. She died of dementia. She, in fact, she hasn't been buried yet because of the COVID-19. So I'm going to be going home to go bury her soon. But the, the, the truth of the matter is that it was that inspiration um, from the death of my mom that led to the death of um, Memory Haven. Wow. And it's, it's really powerful that there was actually a genuine need for the technology and the app that they developed and it wasn't just like no, you it wasn't for play. <laughs> yeah wow yeah. and do you know what you know yeah yeah um i we're passionate about it and the fact that we 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 i for instance with myself i saw i i experienced it i knew what my mom went through i knew my mom used to be a very powerful woman you know, very strong woman, you depend on her. But for that devil to steal a, a brain, forget everything, you know, she, you know, it was terrible to, to, to come to terms with, to say, this is a shadow of who this person is. So there's, this, there's a passion, you know, um, that we all put into it and um, to develop the app. And I, I'm, we're so grateful that a lot of countries now, they are looking forward to for the implementation or, you know, for us to launch it. You know, I've been talking to companies from America that are very interested, geriatricians, even in Ireland as well, you know, London, you know, got some calls from, you know, a lot of people are interested in it. I, I never, we never knew that it was so needed, you know. Yeah. yeah so that's the story of memory heaven anyway. I think, yeah, when you have first-hand experience with something, that passion can lead to something great. And I think that Technovation in general, I hadn't heard about it until, as Jenny mentioned, that article was shared mm -hmm. in Irish Times. And mm -hmm. it seems like such a good, such a good um, and a well-run competition. 
So Absolutely. definitely Absolutely. something that I'm sure people will be taking in mind, like taking note of now for next year. Lots of members listening. I say it sounds very interesting. But just okay. So moving on then, just a bit about yourself, okay. if you don't mind. So obviously, a lot of our members and people listening are probably undergraduate students. So do you want to talk a bit about kind of how you found your experience as a whole as an undergrad and kind of how you began to specialize and find what area you wanted to narrow into, how you kind of got to where you are today in terms of specializing and narrowing down your area. So just okay. kind of about you. Thanks. You see, I'm filled with stories. I never thought I'm filled with stories. <laughs> so so basically I I, 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 my first degree was economics and statistics, you wouldn't believe it. So I was actually in the business space, you know, and I, I, but I was originally from Nigeria, you know, so, but, so while I was in Nigeria, I did that in Nigeria. So when I came to Ireland, because I always wanted to do IT, because I always mingled with IT professionals. I was like, what's going on? The codes and all that. They're always feeling cool. Oh yeah, I see they know everything. You know, so I said, okay, now that I'm in Ireland, I'm going to learn it. I'm going to, you know. So, so basically, I'll because I had a degree before, I went to do a master's degree in, in um, computer science. But guess what? It was a fiasco for me. It was disastrous for me. Okay. to me that's my i'll tell you my experience because i jumped from a business background economics to programming and you know and most of my classmates then they had they did undergraduate they had computer science undergraduate degree so they knew so much more compared to what i knew you know, and I'm, in th I'm this type of person that, listen, if I'm not good, I'm not good. I, if I have to be good, I have to be good enough. You know, I graduated, but I wasn't satisfied. You know, but I yeah. went back to do an undergraduate degree in computer science. You won't believe it. I did that. Some people were like, she's so what's wrong with her? She, yeah. But I knew yeah. what I wanted. So I went back to do the computer science. Yes, mm -hmm, now I know what I'm doing. I saw all the things that I missed because I felt doing that master's, just a gap. I was missing so much, you know. So I went back to do the computer science. And it wasn't, I mean, like I'm a mature person then, do you know what I mean? Um, but but for, I'm a very jovial person and people wouldn't even know how old I am. I don't tell people, <laughs> you know, I mingle up with the young ones and all that. But again, but I know that the first, the first impression that people get of me as a woman then would have been, hmm, does she know it? That kind of thing, you know. As a matter of fact, um, one boy, uh, somebody was chatting with, you know, a guy was chatting with another guy when they had me whatever they, they, they actually shared us in groups and that i was the only girl and the two boys or two boys were chatting among them, so are you sure she would know it? and guess what the third guy there copied what they were saying about me i see oh yeah this, this she she wouldn't know it you know like they're looking for someone else to be part of the the team so and that was just one instance i got i had several instances of me being judged I don't know if it's the way I look. I don't look in, I don't look smart, or I don't know whatever they're judging. But I went through that process of being judged, not knowing what I'm doing. I even remember one time in UCD, <laughs> my professor said, "Oh yeah, after I developed the app, 
you know, you know the way you have to give your presentation. And um, they said, I have, are you, did, you, did you do this yourself? Do, do you get that? They asked me that question. I said, if she can't do it, it's too much for her to be able to do this. I was, I was like, and meanwhile, when the other guys were explaining the whole stuff, they didn't ask them, did you do that? Do, do you get so, so I, I was judged, but again, because my eyes were focused on the ball, I know it wasn't going to be easy to get there. So I did not allow all this distraction, you know, discourage me from forging ahead. Because I know some young people, they could, because of that, they could say, I'm not doing this anymore. To drop out. After all, the, computer science, for instance, has been, has been, the research shows that the number of dropout rates in computer science is the highest. It's the mm -hmm. highest. You know, and this could have, well, at least for girls, this could be one of the reasons why people drop out. So my advice when it comes to this, do not let the way people judge you, maybe for women, to under, underestimate your ability to deter you from your dreams. Don't look left or right, just go for it. You know, so that's my mantra. That is what I've been using um, to, in wherever I find myself, you know, and to focus on what I, to focus on the, on the, on the, the results, not how I get there, you know. What other question did you ask me here? <laughs> I, think I think that's really sound advice and really inspirational. I think even for Jenny and I, but definitely for a lot of our listeners that like, just try to ignore the distractions as you describe them. And there are always are gonna be people who I feel undervalue your opinion for a variety of reasons, whether that's because you're female or not. Um, but I think the advice you've given is so important. Um, just then as a, this is a really general question but one that we kind of like to ask all of our speakers that we have in but um, yeah so apart from kind of obviously the technical skills and the qualifications that are necessary for big roles what do you think makes a good leader it's such a general question but what kind of soul skills would you recognize in a person and kind of value the most in a leader um, aside from obviously having the qualifications and all the important degrees that you've already gone through. <laughs> you've no, no, no. I actually, for a leader, you need to be a people person. You know, I see that because um, if you do not know how to even get the people that work with you be comfortable, that's, that's problematic. When they see you as that boss there, you need to be the servant before, you know, let people elevate you before you start elevating yourself. So in other words, you need to get your hands dirty as well as a leader. You know, you need to do what, um, what you say, you know, not you go do what I do, but I can do it. You know, you, do you know what I mean? So um, I, I, I feel a leader first should be a servant before the lead. And being a servant means you knowing exactly what's your, whether you're guiding your subordinates, what they are doing, because if you don't even know what they are doing, how would you even guide them to know how you do, you know, what to do? So I feel um, and being of service to um, your subordinates is key. And being a people person is key as well. You need, you need, you need your staff or whoever you're working with, your, your subordinates, to feel very comfortable with you. Well, you want them to be able to talk to you when they have problems. You want to be approachable. When they have problems, they need to be able to say, listen, I have a problem. And you're not going to judge them because they have that problem. And now say, oh, yeah, that person. No. You need to you know, have this open-door open policy. That's why some organization, the last organization I worked with, you could see we're all on the same level. We're all on the same flat. Sorry, the same open space. 
do you get it? Open space. The bosses, you, you don't even know who the boss is. Do you know, I love that kind of thing, but I tell you, that's one form of leadership. Some people don't like it that way, you know, they want everything to be, you know, you know, but I, I feel walking that way, being free, being open to your, your subordinates, it makes them want to come to you. That means you will be listening, your ears will be on the ground because the people around you, they are not doing things that you don't know about. So, so that is one of my mentor about leadership. You know, there's still more, and look, but that, those are the ones that I feel that are very, very important to me. I don't take them for granted. Thank you so much. That's really remarkable to me how you can just bring other people up with you as you succeed. Um, you know, not only are you blazing your own trail, but you're you're blazing others as well. So. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thank, thank you for acknowledging that. I didn't realize that, but <laughs> but I think that's 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 it because that puts a smile on my face when I see people and um, um, move from one level to another. There was one interview my girls were having, I think it was with RTE, and they asked them, you know, what have you gained from technovation? So one of the things that the, one of the girls said, Margaret, and she, you know, it touched me. And she said, it is not all about even the winning. It is the way I have developed. Yeah. When I started, I was this type of person that will go, Yo, you know, I don't like, you know, you force them to speak. They don't talk, they're shy, they're shy. But now, I, I'm, I'm even shocked. I'm like, I'll just give Margaret a script, go do this. And she'll go, pop, pop, pop. I was like, woo, woo, <laughs> you know, they've developed. I was like, this is beautiful. And they've acknowledged, I'm saying that, but I wasn't saying it. I said, well, because I remember when I first met them, and I'm seeing them now. They're like eagles now eaglets to eagles so um and they've noticed that themselves you know without me saying it so i, I when i was listening to their interview they were saying that wow i've developed i've done this I've, you know and that that's what i like in, in in it that's that's what i love about um what i do to get more get to 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 um to move them from zero to hero hopefully you know that's 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 what i love doing Evelyn, I'm afraid we've run out of time. Um, I guess everything you said has been so insightful and it's coming from a place of passion, I think. You can hear it in your voice. I just think you're a brilliant role model and you're, you're giving other girls a voice, which is great, and someone to look up to, um, which is sometimes all you need is someone to look up to and someone you can Absolutely. relate to. Absolutely, absolutely. Ah, that's so, it's so true. And some, someone to look up to and, um, and feedback is so key. Oh yeah, it's, that's it. the thing is almost gone. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, We're, we are running out of time, but definitely yeah, yeah, that's okay. that one of the reasons we reached out to you was because you stood out so much as being someone who was trying to lift others up along with your own successes. And um, whether that was through Phase Innovate, the Technovation, all your teams, their successes, it's just such an inspiration. And I think it's really good for everyone to hear. But one thing um, I want to quickly say is that whatever you plan, whatever you're doing, once you, you're focused on it, you will definitely get there, you know. And, and you, guys, you guys are young and all that. There's distraction here and there. But always keep your eyes on the ball, okay? Mm -hmm. So um, it was lovely to, to chat with you all.